the Venus Tempest Days of Summer sale event is going on right now. Whether you're headed out of the house or enjoying a summer staycation, Venus wants to celebrate our favorite time of the year with you. We've marked down hundreds of our most popular fun, sexy swimwear and fashion styles, which means you get to celebrate summer with up to 70% off. That's right, Venus's must-have swimwear and fashion up to 70% off. Just go to venus.com or download the Venus app to celebrate the 10 best days of summer with Venus. Hey guys, September is my birthday month. This year I turned 14, but my show will still be when I was 13. After all, who does not want to be younger? In today's episode of When I Was 13, we are in conversation with Tanushree, who is an entrepreneur. Tanushree is one of the founders of The Body Cafe, which is a health and wellness brand offering organic skin, baby and pet care products. In this episode, we talk a lot about how Tanushree's life was when she was 13 and what her dreams were then. Did she want to be an entrepreneur when she was 13? We also talk about how to build your own company and how to sell the products you make and believe in. We also talk about the importance of skincare and how it changes from time to time. So let's hop on into a time machine and go back to the time when Tanushree was 13. For taking your time out to be on the show. It's absolutely my honor and thank you for considering me worthy enough for your show. Thank you. So let's begin with a quick introduction of yourself in terms of what you do currently and what you like to do when you have some free time to yourself. Sure. So hi everyone. I am uh, Tanushri Shani. I am co-founder of Body Cafe, which is an organic and lifestyle brand. Uh, I'm also a psychologist by qualification and whenever I do get free time, which is very, very rare, I love to travel, I love to read and uh, I catch up on Netflix because they (laughs) have some really good content. I love exploring new cuisines. Um, So I take mostly I take a vacation every two years. That's nice. Uh, yeah, because that's when the burnout reaches its peak. So yeah. that is the time when I sort of connect with myself, yeah. um, spend time with my near and dear ones and try to catch up on things that I have missed out on. But mm-hmm. even when we are on vacation, we are never like off work completely because yeah. there's something or the other issue which is always going to come up. But But I think as an entrepreneur and as a human being, it is very important that at times we sort of strike a balance and uh, listen to our body because it is not really good to push ourselves. We'll never be able to give a hundred percent in that case. It's always good to strike a balance. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Okay, so let's hop on into a time machine and go back to the time (laughs) when you were 13 so, uh, do you have any idea what year was this? Um, that's uh, I'd be giving out my age in that case, <laughs> but uh, that's okay. yeah, I I mean I I kind of have vague memories. Uh, when I was thirteen, I had just become a teenager. I was definitely yeah. not a wild one or a troublesome <laughs> kid. 
or I don't recall my parents losing hair or, uh, you know, getting yes. mini heart attacks now and then. I, I was a <laughs> fairly good child. Uh, apart from mathematics, I did not really have much things to worry about in life at that time. Okay. So uh, where were you when you were 13? I'm born and brought up in Assam. So I was shuffling between, uh, I'm, I'm born in a small town called Dibrugarh, which is okay. in the upper of Assam. And eventually I moved to Guwahati, which is, uh, so Kamrup uh, is the capital, but, you know, Guwahati is the hub when it comes to trade and commerce. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's considered to be the capital, I mean, unofficially. So okay. I used to shuttle between the two places. Both of them are in the upper of Assam. And so I, I definitely, when I was 13, I was in Assam okay. at that time. Okay. Yeah. But eventually we moved to Bangalore. Oh. Now I have my house in Bangalore. Though my father mm-hmm. is still based out of Assam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the middle, I was living in the UK. Oh. Um yeah, so I I finished my college and yeah. I g- gathered a bit of experience in UK, London. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I came back to Bangalore, but currently I'm based out of Hyderabad. Okay. So yeah. as you said, you were in Assam when you were 13 and I haven't mm-hmm. been to Assam. So could you tell me more about how Assam is? Assam is a land that combines the glories of the past with the promises of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It sounds poetic, but it is a very, very poetic uh, uh, place. It's unfortunate that whatever little people know of Assam, it's because of the recent floods that happened. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to flora and fauna, uh, that is the place. Um, you have the city life, but there is a lot of tranquility. You know, you'd literally be in nature's lap when you go because everything is so beautiful. And uh, Assam definitely has rich paddy cultivation. It it is the only place where you find the one-horn rhino. um, And uh, you have amazing tea plantations where you can try different... I mean, you're you're very young to try tea, but if you are going with your parents, and if they are tea drinkers... They yeah. would love to experience the tea gardens and you can educate yourself about yeah. uh, tea, the different types of tea. Yeah. The food that's, is amazing. People are simple. Life is simple, that's but lovely. so beautiful in Assam. So, I mean, if ever you do plan to take a trip, most definitely let me know because yeah. uh, the Assam Tourism Department is doing a brilliant job and mm-hmm. I happen to know them so i'll definitely connect you and you can have a wonderful holiday and make amazing (laughs) memories in assam yeah thank you i would love to go that the way you described it is something that i really want to see because now (laughs) in delhi you can't see so much greenery so yeah because it's because of the smog you pretty much cannot see anything (laughs) yeah yeah that's very true yeah, okay. but uh, I mean, the experience will be a lot better than whatever I described. So yeah. ensure um, that you visit Assam. It's a beautiful yes, place. Yes, I sure. I wish, I wish I could. I got more opportunities to go to Assam because, I mean, I it's it's been ages, and okay. uh, I'm just hoping that because of uh, Body Cafe, we end up getting uh, you know any opportunity uh, for which me and my business partner Puja we can visit Assam on a more frequent yeah. basis. It would be That'd lovely. Be yeah, absolutely. 
So now that you're an entrepreneur, uh, uh-huh. did you see yourself like in the field of entrepreneurship or business when you were 13? I did not so vivid, I mean, so vividly see myself in the yeah. field. But um, I'll t- tell you something. Um, I don't know if it's interesting or if it's boring uh, because you're still, a, I mean, you're, you're a teenager right now. But one thing I, t- I do remember <laughs> when I was young is uh, while most people would have posters of celebrities in their closets, mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to be in the Forbes magazine from <laughs> a very young age. Uh, my vision and priorities in life were always different, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, and, and to each its own. But I never liked, I would invest time in very different things. I would like to read, I would like to watch informative stuff mm. while most of my friends would knew um about boys i would know the in and out about different cars and their models oh, so nice. so for me i always would be actively taking part in extracurriculars or i'd be you know too busy giving different uh, exams So Mm. at 13, it's a very young age to, at least at that time, to know about entrepreneurship because we didn't even hear about that word. But eventually I knew that business is my forte and that is something I want to be in. Mm. So, but from a very young age, I knew, I mean, I was very, very ambitious. If I could imagine myself in Forbes or Time, Mm. I mean, unconsciously, there was uh, a streak of entrepreneurship in me. So, yeah. Oh, that's nice. So, like, you knew, <laughs> I mean, you kind of knew that you will be, like, you will be an entrepreneur. Yeah, but, I mean, see, the thing is, I was ambitious and I knew I would be something. I mean, I wasn't very clueless whenever people would ask a question that, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Hmm. So the definition would keep changing. I remember I wanted to be a criminal investigative journalist. Oh, wow. Um, that's interesting there was a time when I wanted to be a yeah I mean so I knew I wanted to do something related to psychology Mm. and then there was a time when I uh, wanted to be a Formula One racer but that was for a very brief period of time so I always had an uh, uh, you know an ambition a goal I did eventually end up doing psychology though not Mm. completely into the criminal domain yeah and then yeah and business happened after that so okay so when I went to your Body Cafe website, I saw, I uh-huh. got to know that you guys use uh, natural products. So yes. how did you decide to work with these natural products for your company? So the thing is, uh, Pooja, who's my business partner, she also happened to be my wedding planner. Oh. After my wedding, we just met for a girl catch-up date and we would hmm. discuss we were just talking about grooming and vanity and wellness. And mm. we realized that, you know, uh, both of us wanted to use uh, products from a brand that was completely natural and organic, not mass produced, mm. handmade, cruelty free. The, the problem is people start abusing a word that picks momentum. Organic. Mm. Let's just start abusing it. See, it can never be organic or natural if it's mass produced because, yeah. you know, um, you're just catering to the demand. That's all. Mm. 
you are not actively looking into the quality and then we realize that people are now opting for gourmet products like uh, cupcakes or cakes yeah. they don't re- most of them don't really walk into a you know an available store and pick up any cake they like you know they 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 call up a home baker and they want yeah. things to be personalized so and then we also did not believe in the concept of being organic just in the washroom like you know you have organic soaps and organic body wash but the moment yeah. you come out everything's artificial again mm. and then the concept of body cafe was formed and mm. we decided that let's give the users and the audience products which are completely organic and natural mm. and let's source them from uh you know parts of india where they are grown organically they are available or you know naturally and come up with products that break the monotony let people be aware and educate them of about the different ingredients that are helpful useful mm. beneficial you know just amalgamate modern aesthetics and ancient ayurveda and mm-hmm. give them a brand new unique experience wow so yeah. that's nice i mean whenever my uh, nani comes to visit yes <laughs> she like gives me all these uh, garenus cakes yeah, yeah. face scrubs and face yeah. masks i like make yeah. it at home and just give so absolutely. i mean they are helpful absolutely see that that's exactly what we do but we keep in mind that people mostly do not have time mm. uh, you know in their hands nowadays so we just we sort of are the middlemen who prepared mm-hmm. this and make it available to the users and also you know you can use our products as gifting pu- for gifting purposes hmm. um, yeah i saw that you have all those gift packages and yes yes yeah. so we decided to give our users so we are a brand a lifestyle brand we never call ourselves a skincare or a grooming brand we are a lifestyle mm-hmm. brand because mm-hmm. we have products not just for skin or uh, you know hair or baby uh, i mean body care but we also have for baby pet yeah li- i mean for home range you know it's an entire uh, what do you say uh, we we cover the entire gamut of products for mm. our users yeah so you have like a wide range for every need absolutely and the and the thing is we play with our uh, ingredients we definitely don't stick to these boring uh, you know Uh, uh, combinations we educate people about the different ingredients and we theme our products mm. so and and we also do bespoke orders which most brands and companies are not doing it uh, you know you have to buy what they give but in yeah. in with body cafe you also have the option of choosing what you want to use mm-hmm. so yeah that's yeah. nice thank you <laughs> okay so for me like i just go to the drug store and i get like one face wash and like a soap mm-hmm. and obviously the face wash is full of chemicals i mean most yeah. of the people like who need to get ready really quick they just grab something and you know just put it on your face and wash it off and that's right. chemicals so right. um how are you targeting the people who usually you know they just need to buy stuff and you know just to keep their face clean they're just buying face wash and they really can't you know have the time as you said mm-hmm. earlier to mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and like order or like go to the store and get something ayurvedic yeah so see the thing is arushi we are going very organically just like the brand 
we are not trying to impose our products on any one of our users uh, we have kind of accepted the fact that our users are a very niche base mm-hmm. and um see I, the thing is i wouldn't like to take uh, names here but always remember if it is purely natural purely organic with a mixture of ayurveda it can never be cheap never mm. so if anybody is giving you an organic face wash which is priced at 65 rupees mm. please have your reservations because yeah. the ingredients that go into making the products mm. especially when it is handmade mm. see there is efforts involved right yeah. so the pricing would cover effort the pricing would cover the ingredients we yeah. only use the purest of essential oils mm. and so one good thing is that the users are also getting very educated now mm-hmm. uh, and they are aware of the necessity of organic products yeah. so that sort of makes our life easy mm-hmm. um also i think always remember you save a penny you spend a pound right now people yeah. might be you know opting for a brand because it fits their pocket and it's completely fine mm. but when you use products for a long time that make you compromise uh, on a lot of things eventually the results will start showing and then yeah. you'll need to spend a lot more to correct those things Hello? that show up on your face you know you might use a product that helps you combat acne per hmm. se but you're compromising on the quality of product for various reasons so what's going to happen is that your acne is going to stop for a bit but the moment you stop using that product acnes are going to come out in a lot more magnanimity and uh that's when you need to spend more money to combat that issue mm. so you know i feel most of the times people try to save a penny and end up spending a pound True. so what we tell our users is there is a reason why we have made this product we have studied mm. the indian skin the indian market the mm. um, you know the ingredients and one major usp of body cafe is that when you use our face wash you're not just using it for your skin mm. we apply the science of aromatherapy in every product so it plays with your physiological senses mm. and it increases your well being so you are okay. using products that not only make you look good mm-hmm. but you are using products that also make you feel good mhm true and right now we are only looking at sustainable development so that's exactly what body cafe is doing and to answer to your question mm-hmm. we are just educating our users via our products that Mm. this is who we are and this is why we make what we make so yeah okay so that that's a good explanation and you answered my question thank you <laughs> and uh, yeah. my next question is that there are a lot of products for skin care like like the types of products you use yeah so like some people use face masks some people use something known as something cleanser and serums but yeah. uh, for me i just use face wash and moisturizer which actually yeah. for for my skin is, is giving the same end result as if i were to spend time and you know go through a whole 10 step skin routine so right. uh, what's the difference between the 10 step skin routine and just using face wash and moisturizer All right. So, 
you need to understand that we have cells right and it so right now you are 13 so your cells mm. are way uh, healthier right mm. and you your exposure probably let's take a, a girl who's pro- 26 27 mm-hmm. her skin is more exposed uh, to environmental damage than yours mm. right and she might not have at that time taken care of her skin the way you are taking care right now okay. so it's a circle okay if you are taking care of your skin right from the beginning mm. then the the breaking of cells would be a lot it would still the cells would still die but at the end of it the process would be slow the signs of aging would be slow the effects of damage would be comparatively lesser compared to someone who never took care of her skin for okay. example let's take two girls they both play in the sun one of them would apply sunscreen whereas the other one won't so skip to a few years later the one who never applied sunscreen will need a lot more care and attention on her skin okay that's one point second mm. is the lifestyle that you lead you might be going to bed on time mm. whereas there's another girl who might go to bed but might play with her ipad or might play with her phone or read a book for a very very long time so she's been sleep late so this is a prolonged uh, for a prolonged period of time this behavior she's been doing so she is at a very higher chances of having eye bags or mm. dark circles so at the end of it it's also a, your lifestyle also comes into consideration of how you look in the future mm. and signs of aging start you know once you cross a certain age and you mm. have a long time for that darling don't worry about it but <laughs> so the 10 step skin routine would come for people of that sector okay. for you you just need to eat right live mm. healthy feel good feel positive and you know take basic care and maintain mm. the basic level of grooming that is required mm. just keep your skin clean and healthy eat right yeah. and live right at this stage and once you grow big it's inevitable see we have a lot of inevitable factors like environmental damage mm. and once you take up a job you'll be exposed to air conditioning for a long time which yeah. carries a lot of germs which is not good mm-hmm. for your hair and skin you know prolonged exposure to that so when you do such things that's when the skin care routine or the hair care routine or the regime becomes a little more elaborate okay so it basically affects on how you age and how your lifestyle changes absolutely absolutely okay okay and stress come on i mean india is one of the countries where you have a high level of stress so stress also plays a huge huge factor okay yeah so i i mean i knew about stress but i didn't know that your lifestyle can affect your skin so much <laughs> absolutely the way you live today is going to shape your tomorrow always yeah. remember that okay and uh, one more thing that just came into my mind is everybody mm-hmm. keeps on telling you to like drink water hydrate mm-hmm. yourself so yeah. uh obviously i know like hydration like benefits your organ system and all the other stuff but yeah. um how does drinking water really help with your skin which is outside your body okay so you have something called as pores right mm-hmm. every time you sweat you release a lot of moisture 
Yeah. So you need to replenish that. How do you do that? You drink water. Okay. Every time you are in the AC, your skin dries. You mm-hmm. know, it it feels dried. How do you ensure that your moisture is locked in? You drink water. Okay. So, you know, you have a lot of toxins in the body every day. How do you ensure you flush flush it out? Mm-hmm. You drink water. So water is definitely a miraculous serum. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, and it's it's sad that we have so much of water crisis now. But yeah, I cannot stress more on the importance of drinking water. True, that's very yeah. true. So now we're going to hop back into a time machine and Perfect. go back to the time when you were 13. So mm-hmm. as you mentioned earlier, you said that uh, you loved reading. So mm-hmm. any books that you loved reading when, like, uh, when you were 13? So my mom passed me these Enlightened series. Mm-hmm. And I used to love reading them because they took me to a wonder world where I would just, uh, you know, go into their world and start living with the characters. <laughs> so um, I, I, I loved reading Edith Blyton. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. nice. I and, mean... and, and I'm so thankful to my mom because she would get me all these series and she would very sweetly cover them up for me. And um, <laughs> that's, that's so one. <laughs> yeah. So Edith Blyton, definitely, yes. I used to also read these books, Born with a Quiz Contest. I don't, I mean, there used to be a show at that time by Derek okay. O'Brien. And I used to love reading those. And uh, I used to like reading Reader's Digest. So, okay. so yeah, I used to read those when I was 13. Oh, that's nice. And uh, as you mentioned, you used to watch some quiz show. So any mm-hmm. other shows that you watched uh, when you were 13? Uh, I remember watching uh, Born with a Quiz Contest and I also remember watching something called a Small Wonder. I, but I was younger. I wasn't like, I was younger. Uh, I, I mean, I was way younger also when I started mm. watching Small Wonder. But mm. I, I remember watching it with my brother. See, the thing, Arushi, is when I was growing up, right, I was a mm. very, very good child, like always into studies and homework and stuff. <laughs> so when I, when my brother was born, I mm. started actually living my childhood with him. So mm. there are a lot of things I did in when I was 13, which ideally I should have done before. Huh. So, I, you know, you can call me a late bloomer, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I used to like I used to watch cartoons and stuff with mm. him. So, That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm the only child, so I'm okay. <laughs> so I can't relate that well. But I mean. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, see, every scenario has its own perks. OK, you're getting yeah. unlimited pampering and love. So. <laughs> That's that. That's a positive yeah. way of looking at your scenario yeah. right now. So, I mean, yeah. my friends they have siblings, and they're like, "You're lucky," and all that. But like, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's both. Both are great. Yeah, I mean, both, yeah. both, both. Uh, every scenario in life has its pros and cons. cons and yeah. yeah, yeah, and we need to just make the best of the pros. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, were you into skincare when you were thirteen? Like, I didn't. I didn't ask that question before. Um, skincare, not really. I mean, I just maintained the basic. 
I mean, I'm, I've maintained uh, uh, the basic level of grooming and, mm. you know, very high levels of hygiene. But I, I never took, I don't remember taking so much care when okay. I was a child. Definitely no. Okay. I mean, I, I and, and plus I, at that time, you know, the weather and the food, everything used to be so good that I did not really need much of these external things i mean we did not have such high levels of pollution yeah we pollution did not is, have yeah pollution exactly. is one of the causes of bad skin and, absolutely yeah. and even the sun rays i mean yeah it, the, you know we did not have such i mean such yeah, now, harsh environmental you know conditions yeah. at that moment so i i don't remember having you know investing too much time on skincare okay in fact even now i'm I, I because of body cafe I started taking care of myself a lot more mm-hmm. yeah okay. but I, I but I think I have a lot of room for improvement yeah I mean <laughs> improve every person has like even after you improve there's more things that you need more to improve. things to do yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're right yeah uh, who was your idol when you were 13 oh my god that's a very very tough question I mean, if you had multiple I- idols, that's also fine. Because I mean, at this age, a lot of people have multiple idols. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't recall having an idol at that time. To be very hmm. honest, because uh, you know, you you. But but yeah. Well, I mean, I used to really. This sounds very cliched. Uh, let me tell you this. But I used to. Uh, really admire i mean i still do but mm. growing up i used to admire my parents a lot everybody does that's not yeah at exactly all. exactly yeah. right so for me i used to kind of really idolize them the way they mm. would balance their careers and their interpersonal relationships um mm. their lifestyle the way they would um, conduct social gathering conduct themselves at social gatherings or conduct amazing parties at home and Hmm. the the bond so i always yeah. idolized the relationship that they shared mm-hmm. um and the kind of people they were because they modeled themselves excellently there was so much that both me and my brother learned from them so frankly speaking i don't have a name that would fit the who's who or mm. that you know who would be recipients of mm. national or international awards but for mm. me growing up i definitely idolized my parents and oh. i still have a lot of reverence and respect for them mm. because they have always let me choose the path that i believed in yeah. irrespective of my age by the way i mean they when let me do yeah i mean even when i was young yeah they, they gave me that autonomy where i could do what i wanted to do mm. and uh, they always respected my choices and the decisions yeah. i made and it's very difficult especially in an indian setting yeah. where you are mostly you need to walk on the predetermined path yeah um but in my case be it education career or mm. choosing my partner i they always respected my choices mm. that's and nice. let me have my way Yeah. Yeah. I mean all kids will idolize your parents because when you're born yes. you are yes. like 
you see your parents and you become like a bit like them and then you have your a own bit person like absolutely yeah. absolutely okay. and and they they would always interact we would have a very interactive environment you know where we would yeah. talk we would That's discuss nice. and we would travel together from a very young age mm. so there was a lot of interaction involved wow. and that definitely shaped me and my brother and helped in our confidence levels mm. So yeah, it's there's so much that I owe to my parents. So now we've almost reached to the end of our podcast. Yes. And my last question is, what advice do you have for me and all the other listeners listening to this show? Follow your passion. Hmm. Never, never, never give up on your passion. If sure. you have, if you have a very strong conviction on something and you firmly believe, then hmm. go for it. Don't let anybody dim your shine. It's I mean they are not worth it. Um it's always good to hear what people say, but mm-hmm. you but but you decide what what is it that you want to listen. Yeah. Um and never take failures to heart and success to your head. Mm. I strongly tell myself and this mm-hmm. is this has always helped me especially when the times have been down you know okay. you should yeah. yeah and and wear your learnings like a badge of honor because wherever you are or wherever you are going to be your learnings have played a huge huge role yeah so and i i don't remember what exactly was i when i was 13 but one thing mm. i can definitely say that I was not a rock star like you when I was 13. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you I mean you 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 were job. Thank you. I mean you were yeah. like you to all you were like a good balanced child as you <laughs> said. I mean, um, uh, that was a very diplomatic way of saying that I was an a, a very boring child so yeah. You know you, Anything- I mean yeah, I mean look a uh, being like having to <laughs> have fun and studying with the right balance yeah, i mean yeah. it it will like it will benefit you in the future i mean it doesn't like at maybe when you were 13 it wasn't looked upon like by your friends like you were to always studying types but now if mm. you study like if i'm studying right now in the future i will be most like successful than the others who were just you know just roaming yeah. around yeah yeah so i think i think kids these days have so m- so much more resources and yeah. uh, so much more time it ultimately it ultimately boils down to how you utilize those resources in that yeah. time frame that is available yeah. whoever one utilizes is it the most pos- pos- in a most positive way is definitely on his or her way to success because time is very important okay yeah. time is very important and and the thing about time is it's not going to come back so yeah. how you how you invest your time is very very important and time is something that we should definitely respect and mm-hmm. uh, definitely uh, you know pay strong heed to so yeah. and and i'm so proud of the work that 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 you're doing you are you, you. you're giving a, a platform a medium for people to hear yeah. and uh, Thank I you're so doing much. a great job. I mean, thank you. I think you you're going to be one of the country's finest podcasters. So, thank you. That means a lot. And I hope you still consider me worthy to be interviewed even <laughs> yeah. at that stage. I will. I mean, I had a lot of yeah. fun interviewing you today. 
same here arshi thank you so much thank for you for this opportunity and for your time and i wish you all the success and thank you so much for taking your time out absolutely pleasure is all mine bye bye so that brings us to the end of yet another episode of when i was 13 i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as i did putting it together for me at 13 meeting people and getting to know their world when they were 13 opens up a world that i was possibly never get to know otherwise do not forget to subscribe to this podcast on your android or iphone And yes, I am on Instagram, and you can follow me on when underscore I underscore was thirteen. Catch you soon with yet another interesting conversation on when I was thirteen. This might look like a normal job, but it's not. When hackers infiltrate networks and steal or destroy proprietary data, we're all at risk. Becca used to be a mid-level programmer until she earned a master's degree in cybersecurity online at Grand Canyon University. Now she's setting sophisticated honeypots to lure and catch hackers. What do you think protecting your company looks like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.